Our first instinct when things are falling away in our lives typically isn't thank you. What are you afraid of losing that you need to exchange with thank you? And that really spoke to me because I the first thing that popped in my head was control. Mm. I like to control things. I like to feel like I have control of all things. I have no idea and, where you got that. <laughs> <laughs> and and unfortunately, I think I'm passing it down to my children. But I I was quickly just like, whoa, you know, looking back at the last three years, I, I've never had control of anything. I mean, mm-hmm. we, none of us do. Yeah. Hi, friend. I'm Susan Beth, and you are listening to the Susan Beth Podcast, where we talk about living life intentionally and about trusting that the desires you have deep within you are there for a reason. I believe that the creator of the universe put those desires within you and that they are pathways to your purpose. My desire is that this would be a space that encourages you to lean in and to hear the whispers of the divine and that you would be reminded of things that I honestly believe you already know. That you, my friend, are here for a reason. So if you're here for more conversations in that kind of space, welcome. Let's go. Hey guys, before we jump into today's conversation, I wanted to mention a few things, especially if you are a new listener, which if you are, welcome. So grateful that you're here. But in today's episode, that is actually a conversation with my daughter, Alexis, you will hear us talking a lot about and referencing a journal. And the journal that we are talking about is the She is Awakening seasonal journal that I created and put out into the world last year. And it's a seasonal journal, meaning that there is four different seasons and journals that we walk through. So each season, there is a new journal that is available that will walk you uniquely through the season. There is a weekly focus found for each of the 13 weeks of the season. There's original art inside the journal, journal prompts, as well as a scan code that will take you to audios and other resources. But I wanted to mention this because the journal is referenced several times in the episode. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you could be thinking, what is this journal that they keep referencing? And right now, we're currently walking through the Winter Journal. And here's the other thing that I wanted to let you know about. I am offering a free sample of one of the weekly focuses from the Winter Journal right now. So I know many of you listening already have the Winter Journal, but some of you have been thinking about getting a journal, but you just aren't sure what it's all about. So I wanted to give you a sneak peek inside because next month, we will be welcoming the season of spring. And I would love to have you along on this journey of intentionally walking through the seasons. So find the link in the show notes and grab your free week from winter. Hey, you. Thanks for being here. And I am super excited about our first guest on the podcast in 2024. And it's my daughter, Alexis. I had mentioned to her back in the fall that I wanted her to be on an episode during the winter season. And she didn't exactly tell me yes, but she didn't tell me no. But last fall, when I was working on and finishing up the Winter Journal, her journey through winter seasons these past several years just kept coming to my heart and mind. 
And I knew at some point I wanted her to share her story. But before we jump into that, for those that don't know, Alexis is my second born out of our five children. And she will have been married to her wonderful husband, Scotty, for 10 years this fall. Crazy. Hard to believe it's been that long. And they have two precious girls that are also my granddaughters, Avery Grace at six and Eliana Beth that is three years old. So in case you are new here, we talk a lot about seasons here on the podcast. And at the moment, we are in the middle of walking through the season of winter, which is a season, Alexis, you've become well acquainted with these past few years. So thank you for kind of saying yes and being here and just jump in wherever you want to start in your story. Yeah, well, obviously, in my 32 years of life, I've had lots of different highs and lows, but I'm going to jump in. In October 2022, I experienced an early pregnancy loss. And it wasn't really something that I thought I would ever experience. Mm -hmm. I had two pretty easy pregnancies and two healthy babies. And now looking back, I feel pretty, pretty naive to think I couldn't fall into that percentage of women that experience miscarriages. Obviously, we were very heartbroken. But at this point, we felt pretty hopeful to try again. And we got pregnant actually right away. And unfortunately, had another loss in January 2023. This one was a little more traumatic on a couple different levels. One, that I was farther along. Mm-hmm. But we still you know, we wanted to have another child, but we just kind of felt like we needed to pause. And my husband and I both had that conversation and we kept like thinking of the word pause specifically. And actually during this timeframe of pausing, we saw the word Selah a lot. It kept coming up and in songs, in books, even friends mentioning, you know, hey, this someone made me a bracelet with the word Selah on it, which was really cool. They had no idea. That had been popping up in Selah means pause. So that was a sweet reminder to us during that time. So October 2023, I was pregnant again, which was actually a year later from my first loss. Mm -hmm. And we felt like that was a, you know, a sweet reminder, like, you know, it's a year later. And we kind of held on to that. Obviously, our our fears were heightened after experiencing two losses before. But, you know, we were still hopeful. There were some, you know, other details in the mix that were kind of making us nervous that maybe, you know, it wasn't going to end the way we thought. And sadly, we did have another loss in November 2023. And I would love to say that we have a rainbow baby on the way, but we don't. And we're very much still in the middle of this season and still healing with lots of unknowns. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, though, what you just said there at the end that you don't have the big announcement of, hey, and I'm going to tell you I'm pregnant now with with triplets. (laughs) That's exactly, though, why I wanted to have this conversation because, and you know, at this time in your story, because I think so often we hear someone's story or testimony after what they've been praying for, believing for has happened. And 
most of us <laughs> are walking through a lot of times that we, by faith, are just walking ahead and not seeing the answers to those those times in our life. I mean, that's Ooh. very common. That's where most people are <laughs> a lot of times. And the thing is that I've been learning this past decade so, so much more than I ever had in my life is that, and maybe it's because I've always thought about this differently, that I have seen that in the struggles and in the dark season that God is at work and moving and working in my life. I mean, it feels even more powerful mm-hmm. <laughs> than the times that feel easier, you know, in life. Yeah. And and maybe that's just because I didn't expect that. And that's why it feels like that to me. You know, as you are walking through or have walked through, you know, life doesn't always make sense. And we don't always understand the whys and why things happen the way they do mm-hmm. and why sometimes things do work out. Sometimes they don't. And it's like we we search for those and we strive to find those answers. And at the end of the day, here in this lifetime, we don't always know those answers. But mm-hmm. what we do know is certain things about our God that are true, that we know to be true. And that's what we stand on and what we move forward on during those times when we're not sure about and don't have answers to other things. I was thinking as I was thinking about us talking today that this week that we're in in the Winter Journal is actually called Rooted and just talking about, I mean, I just felt like it went along with what you have been talking to me about that goes along with being rooted because you never know what kind of storms are going to come like in the winter seasons of our life. You never know what kind of storms are going to come and when we're not rooted and our roots aren't secure, we can get blown away. And But when our roots are secured and anchored in something, that it doesn't matter how much damage might appear to be happening on surface levels, mm-hmm. our faith is anchored into something stronger than what we even feel like in the moment. And it holds fast. It holds fast mm-hmm. during the, whatever storm. And sometimes I feel like it's even strengthened during the storm and grows. and. I think you've always been like a note keeper and I mean, like writing notes and, you know, sticking them in books or around your room. You've always been, I mean, all through growing up, you always did that. And a, a journaler per se, and it might look different through the different years, but to me, you always were kind of documenting stuff. Yeah. And, and a seeker of God. And so, I mean, I love now that we don't actually live under the same roof. I love that because it was stuff that we got to communicate and share like on a daily basis at times and living life in a closer proximity. But I still love when you send me screenshots of something you've written or send a screenshot of the weekly focus and something you've underlined and and share with me how God's speaking to you and using whatever you're reading or looking at at that time to Mm -hmm. strengthen and encourage you. And I'm, I'm saying that because I feel like you've established a root system in your life that has sustained you and is sustaining you through the questions and the unknowns of what could be for your future, not knowing a for sure answer. And in faith, you're secure and anchored to where you're not, the things you've walked through are not pulling you under. You know, even though you have to navigate it, it's like you're still able to live and to thrive and continue to move forward in your life. Yeah. Yeah, I will say 
I think I thought that my my root system was deeper mm-hmm. <laughs> than it was. I think something we're sharing, like for me in the past few years, in January, going backwards, in January 2022, mm-hmm. my business closed down pretty abruptly. And this was about, I think, nine months before our first loss. And it was during this season that I can remember feeling like this was like a a new level of grief that I hadn't experienced before. And of course, like that was a natural grief. You know, I was processing these feelings, but I kept feeling like, like someone or something had died. And in a way it did. Mm -hmm. And I actually remember my dad, you know, reminding us and encouraging us in that time, like we we're together. We, you know, we have had a loss, but we have each other. No one has died. Like we have our family. Mm -hmm. And during this season, I had to press into my faith in a way that I hadn't had to do before. And that wasn't to say my life had been perfect up until that point. It was just a a different season. Mm -hmm. I kept being reminded during that time that his plans are good. Mm -hmm even when it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like lots of growth happened for me in that season, in my prayer life and in my trust and just my overall, I would say, perspective on earthly and eternal things. Mm-hmm. And during that season, I was reading through the Psalms and... Obviously, there's a lot of Psalms and I just kept feeling like I needed to keep reading through them. And like probably halfway through, I was like, okay, you know, this is a good, a good Psalm, but I didn't really like feel like, you know, it was applicable necessarily right then, but I was just memorizing and reading the scripture and flash forward to October when I had my first pregnancy loss and then January. 2023, when we had our second loss, that was, you know, I realized that when we had our second loss, that was a year after like my business had closed. And I was quickly reminded of how I had felt like in that season, you know, that something or someone had died. And I don't, I don't mean to belittle anything that anybody has lost other than a human, because I think grief is so many layers and so many can be in so many areas. But for me personally, it was just this new perspective now that I had had losses in a different way. Mm -hmm. It just kind of put everything in perspective for me personally. And I quickly saw how that last season shaped me and molded me and was growing me for the season I didn't know that I was about to walk through. Right. What I thought was my lowest season, mm-hmm. I feel like God was just showing me, looking back, like, you did good. I told you, keep pressing pressing in, you know, come broken. Mm. And that was a big thing for me. I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that I'm a perfectionist necessarily, but I, I do want to show up with my best. Mm-hmm. And that was a season where God kept reminding me, you don't have to look perfect. You don't have to come clean to come to me. Yeah. And so 
just to keep returning to him messy and broken and all. And I feel like it was a full circle moment in a dark day that I didn't, I didn't want to get out of bed. Yeah. And I started repeating this, the Psalms to myself. And that's when I realized, like you mentioned earlier, that those things were rooted in my heart Mm -hmm. from that previous season. Yeah. And I was like, okay, God, you know, you were preparing me for a season I didn't know was coming. Mm -hmm. I mentioned when we started that when I was working on the winter, winter journal, that you know, these kind of seasons kept coming to my to my mind. And week three, which the weekly focus is when it all falls away. But the scripture, I just reminded of that as you were talking about, you know, your heart being broken. And this is from the message version of Psalm 34, 18. It says, if your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he'll help you catch your breath. And and then this focus goes on to say, we are not defined by a winter season, but we can be refined by one if we'll allow it to. And I believe that all of us, deep down inside, whether people admit it or, or not, or if they say they're atheist or whatever, I feel like everybody has deep within them longs for their creator and to connect with the creator and to be, to, to know God and for God to know them. I mean, I feel like that's just something deep within all of us. And I wish that this didn't seem to be the case, but I think as much as we can all have that desire, it seems that we we can know him at a certain level and it's genuine and it's real. It kind of reminds me of uh, Ron and I were talking, your dad, (laughs) we're talking about this the other day. I think even to the same kind of point when people make the comment, as we do. It's almost like once then you've been married for so long, it's like you look back at the love you had at the beginning and it was love and it's what Mm. you understood and knew then. But like compared to the love that you have for each other now, it's like it almost doesn't compare. And to not, it's not the exact same comparison, but in some ways with God, just like you saying, you didn't feel like it was as deep, you know, you loved God. You know, and you have a relationship with God and you connected with God, but it's almost like it takes, and it's it's life. We live in this realm and it's life. It's a life's going to (laughs) life. It's going to happen. And as much as when we walk through these hard seasons, friends and family are a blessing to us and a support to us, and they do bring life to us. So I'm not discounting that. But when you can't get out of bed and when your soul is crushed, it's like there is a space within you that it's like yeah. that, that can't speak to that. <laughs> I'm saying it's like, yes, it's nice momentarily, but it's like it's in those seasons that I feel like we connect and experience God on a whole other level that changes our relationship with God forever. If we will allow it to, you know, I mean, because. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing I, I say all the time, like intention being intentional and we have the choice because I think we need to be remi- reminded of that. I need to be reminded of that because sometimes we can feel like life's just coming at us and like we don't have a choice in anything. And we, not that we can c- control everything, 
but we do have a choice in our response. And so we can sometimes feel like the victim and go, why am I having to deal with this? And why is, why does this keep happening to me? And we can choose to stay in bed. And you know what? I think there's a season where pull the covers up, and stay in bed. And God's totally fine with that. I've shared about that before of a hard season I had. And I felt like God crawled up there beside me in the bed and was like, girl, we're good. And it's like, that was such a season of growth for me because God was fine. I didn't have to perform for him. I didn't have to do anything to make him love me more. And so I think there's a, a time for that where we can right, mourn and grieve and, and all that. So I'm not talking to that, but we do have a choice to, to keep moving forward and standing on who we know God to be, even if it's small movements. Of well, and some of those movements are just staying, 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 <laughs> staying present because mm-hmm. there's a choice not to stay present and trusting that even though I don't get it now and this is hard, it's an invitation to experience God at a whole other level, which I feel like is what you're talking about. During walking through this third loss, the, the autumn journal was very timely. For me, I actually felt like you wrote every page for me. But week seven really stood out to me during that time. And I'm just going to read a little bit from it. But on week seven, it had Psalm 104, the message version. Enter with the password, thank you. Make yourselves at home, talking praise. Our first instinct when things are falling away in our lives typically isn't thank you. What are you afraid of losing? that you need to exchange with thank you. And that really spoke to me because I, the first thing that popped in my head was control. Mm-hmm. I like to control things. I like to feel like I have control of all things. I have no idea and, where you got that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and unfortunately, I think I'm passing it down to my children. But I, I was quickly just like, whoa, you know, looking back at the last three years, I, I've never had control of anything. I mean, mm-hmm. we, none of us do. Yeah. But I quickly was like, okay, I need to exchange control and in return say, thank you, God, for holding me in your hands, holding everything together, even though that sounds silly when nothing feels like it's together. Yeah. But <laughs> yet he does hold us and, yeah. you know, he doesn't cause these things to happen, but ultimately he if we press in he chooses to work all things together right. for his right. good and that's what i held on to during that season reading this autumn journal i felt like just really coming to god and saying thank you for the things that i could say thank you for obviously i wasn't i, I wasn't at a place of saying thank you for this loss you know but thank you god for holding me during this time and releasing that control because i couldn't control it anyways right. And I think like during that season, and I'm still in this season, but, you know, walking through such pain is hard to explain to people when you feel this joy or peace that you know is only from God. Yeah. And even, you know, that was all throughout the Autumn Journal too. And maybe it didn't pop out to everyone else, but every time I looked, it said joy. Mm -hmm. And... I, I felt like I, sh- I shouldn't be feeling joy during this mm-hmm. time, but I did. Yeah. And I know that that peace and that joy was only from God. 
And it was very comforting at that time for me and for my husband to be able to say, thank you, God, in this, in a season of hard, still be able Mm -hmm. to say, thank you. Yeah. No, that's good. No, that's something I think it's at the beginning of every journal when we're welcoming a new season Mm -hmm. that I have that quote, the quote, there is beauty to be found in every season. Mm -hmm. I think it's in every journal because I think we only look for it and expect it in our favorite seasons or the seasons that feel easy. And there's beauty to be found even in the hard ones. And I saw that in you guys, knowing of what you were walking through and, and the hardness, and you even express it at times. And it is almost like, and we talk about darkness in the winter journal, that it is almost in these the dark seasons that the light's brighter. Jim Saints, mm-hmm. where when you're looking at your kids or looking at something, I mean, some something simple in your life that probably brought you so much joy and goodness, like when you cho- chose to be thankful and see the goodness and to say thank mm-hmm. you, it's like the the light that comes forth in that darkness is almost brighter to where normally you wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. You know, because things are so dark and it's like, wow, I like that. That sourdough is making me happy. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) No, that's why it's called the peace that passes our human understanding. Mm -hmm. And it always blows me away. (laughs) It blows me away every time because you can't explain it. And I'm thankful for it. And yeah, thankful that you have and are experiencing it and in in your life this next week's focus in the winter journal is it's called barren to beautiful and i wanted to wrap up our conversation sharing something from that because i feel like it kind of sums up the life and the hope that comes out of a winter season and it starts off with scripture everything was created through him nothing not one thing came into being without him. What came into existence was life, and the life was light to live by. The life light blazed out of the darkness. The darkness couldn't put it out. John 1, 5, and that's the message version. And then it says, the stories and scars that attempted to break and silence us awaken and give birth to all that was planted inside of us before we ever breathed our first breath in this realm. The darkness in our winter seasons is what brings forth the light of our life in the summer seasons. And I know that you're experiencing that in your life. I see that in your life, and I've experienced that in mine. And it's hard to understand how that happens, but it's the supernatural of of God's power working in our life Mm -hmm. and doing things that only He can do. and. I'm thankful that you kind of said yes to having this conversation. I think you said yes. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about that when I was saying that earlier. I don't know that you ever did say yes. I don't think I verbalized it. Couldn't you did, verbalize you did. it. I just kind of kept moving <laughs> forward. So you were going to have to say no before it didn't happen. <laughs> but no, I really am. I'm really glad. And I, cause I know it's, it's hard to, to put yourself out there and be vulnerable when you're still in the middle of something. But I really believe that that this conversation is going to offer hope to anyone that's walking through their own winter season. With yeah, a broken I really heart. hope so. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. I know it will. And they're, they're waiting in the, for what they're praying and believing for. And to see and to be reminded from you that you can choose to find the beauty 
in the brokenness and trust God in the process of bringing forth life and light out in your life. I love you and I'm, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thanks. Love you too. Hey, you. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to connect more, head over to SusanBeth.com and sign up and you will be one of the first to find out about anything new. Plus, there's a special free download available just to say thanks. If something in this episode did speak to you, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend that you think it might resonate with as well? And until next time, keep showing up in the world just as God purposed you to do. Because you being you is exactly what we all need.